0: Today is the 1st of September 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern it's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Please don't forget there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. The links are in the episode notes, and if you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we'd like to say thank you to everyone who has, or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Again, links to everything, including our social media, are in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. Let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Open our hearts today to see what is good in our lives. And may the light in our hearts shine clearly so that we can see, we can recognize, and that we may live in accordance with what comes from eternity and what belongs to our true nature brought to us through Christ. Lord, keep us from being blinded and deafened by experiences that will pass by. Help us to arise above them even if we suffer. And help us to wait patiently for what is becoming new and perfect. Praise to your name, so that we too can say the old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Amen. Matthew 12, verse 6. I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. What is your temple, and does it stop you from caring for those who need it most? That's the question that came to me as I read that verse. In our verse today, Jesus is having a discussion with the Pharisees about the Sabbath. Most people automatically assume that Jesus is talking about himself when he says something greater than the temple is here. But in that discussion, in the next verse in Matthew, he quotes Hosea 6.6 when he says, For I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Now the full Hosea verse is, for I desire mercy, not sacrifice, and acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings. The implication is that the way we treat each other is more important than our religiosity. That's the big word for the day, religiosity, how religious we are. I've said it before, and I will say it again. The way we love each other is more important than church on Sunday. The way we demonstrate the love of God is more important than our theological arguments. We need to ask ourselves the question Does my understanding of God and the Church stop me from caring for the other? The other being the person that we're most diametrically opposed to. If the answer to that question is yes, then maybe we need to reevaluate what our understanding of God and His Church is. Abigail Buren said that the church is a hospital for sinners, not a museum for saints. Jesus said it was the sick who needed the doctor, not the well. And if our religion, the way we demonstrate our faith, is stopping us from ministering to those around us, then we've become corpses. Our churches have become museums. In fact, worse than that, our churches have become morgues. And our faith is dead. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read Matthew 12. Heavenly Father, Jesus is saying some difficult things to us today. Help us to hear him. Help us to listen well, so that we may respond to it with wisdom, and live it out with grace. We ask this in his precious name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading Matthew 12. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, and began to pick some heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He answered, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. Or haven't you read in the law that the priests on Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are innocent. I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Going on from that place, he went into their synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Looking for a reason to bring charges against Jesus, they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? He said to them, If any of you has a sheep, and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out, and it was completely restored, just as sound as the other but the Pharisees went out and plotted how they might kill Jesus. Aware of this, Jesus withdrew from that place. A large crowd followed him and he healed all who were ill. He warned them not to tell others about him. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant whom I have chosen, the one I love in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smouldering wick he will not snuff out, till he has brought justice through to victory. In his name the nations will put their hope. Then they brought him a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute, and Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see. All the people were astonished and said, Could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, It is only by Beelzebel, the prince of demons, that this fellow drives out demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against himself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebel, By whom do your people drive them out? So then they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man? Then he can plunder his house. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. And so I tell you, every kind of sin and slander will be forgiven, but blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. Make a tree good, and its fruit will be good. Or make a tree bad, and its fruit will be bad, for a tree is recognized by its fruit. You brood of vipers! How can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. Then some of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law said to him, Teacher we want to see a sign from you. He answered, A wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign? But none will be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the teaching of Jonah. And now something greater than Jonah is here. The Queen of the South will rise up at judgment with his generation and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom. And now something greater than Solomon is here. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean, and put in order. Then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. That is how it will be with this wicked generation. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here is my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of the father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those words of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line. The links are all in the episode notes. We'd love to be able to pray for you. We're still continuing to pray for the Ukraine. And we're also praying for Pakistan and the situation in Pakistan. And I would appreciate it again if we would still pray for my friend, Aidy. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way of Prayer book is a prayer for our local churches. The church where, churches where we have fellowship, where we make friendships, where we are refreshed. Let's pray, shall we? Loving God, eternal and unchanging, yet and always part of our transformation, you call us to share with you in the changing of the world. Your love calls us to discipleship. We are sisters and brothers in Christ called to share your love so that the world is transformed. We pray for our church, Lord, the thin place where you meet our communities. Make us good neighbors to everyone we meet, eager to serve you, proclaiming your kingdom's love through all that we do and say. Help us to cope with change, no matter how hard that change may be. Father, we know that you will guide us down the right road. So open our eyes to the vision for our church. Give us a glimpse of your kingdom here. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins.